And one, two, three, four. Welcome everybody to the LifePoint Table Talk podcast. My name is Jason and I'm here with Pastor Katrina. Hello, good to be with you today. And today we are going to do part two. Well, we just did part one. We're going to do part two of week four. Uh, where we were, we just did Matthew 15 through 19, and on this portion we're going to do Exodus 1 through 20, or Exodus 1 through 18. And uh, I didn't want to skim over this, so we're we're splitting it up this week. Uh, so Genesis ends with Joseph's death, and before he dies, he proclaims God will take them to the promised land. Uh, as God had promised to Abraham. Yeah, and the word exodus, by the way, means to exit or come out of or a road. So this is the deliverance of the children of Israel from Egypt, and it's their journey to Mount Sinai and the events that take place during their journey there. The book of Genesis emphasis was on Abraham and his family, Isaac, Jacob, and then Joseph, But Exodus focuses on the developing nation of Israel. The main theme of Exodus is redemption. And what do I mean by that? It's the deliverance of Israel from Egypt, which is a type of redemption, uh, which is a type of redemption. And then Moses leading them is a type of Christ. So Mm. when you look at it that way, it it really becomes an interesting journey when you see it like that. Yeah, and I think, think too... I forget what this, maybe Hebrews or something. They're talking about how this whole story here of deliverance and into the promised land is an example for us. Yes, absolutely. The church and Christians in our Hebrews lives talks about to uh, yeah. pay close attention to yes. the lessons learned throughout the story. So it, yeah. it's it's really important. Um, so the so Joseph dies. Everybody uh, at the time, there was a famine we ended there. Yeah. Everybody came to Egypt, uh, and Israel, the Israelites came to Egypt as well. And the, the, king, the Pharaoh there and Joseph really blessed the children of Israel, gave them great land for right. their, their herds because they were shepherds. But Exodus 1 begins right out. A new king came in. He did not know Joseph, and the Israelites were multiplying, and he feared them. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He put them into slavery. Yeah, I, I, it's crazy because it's this the same uh, weird uh, story of of a person or a people who are blessed, and people can't take it. You're right. Israel is here blessed and multiplying in numbers, and the Egyptians get fearful. Yep, they do. And And probably resentful, too. Resentful. I think that's a good word. Yeah. And in order, the king puts out a new order to reduce the Israelites' population, and that all baby boys, as soon as they're born, are to be killed. Yeah. And that's a type of abortion, really. Yeah, and, well, I I just want to point that out here, because— Sometimes I think we gloss over some of these these more extreme parts, but to me, I appreciate the the level of of honesty because there there is 
so much brutality in the world, and you see it through the whole all through the Bible. all through the Bible, and uh, you actually see this same thing later when Jesus is born. Absolutely, the king uh, has all the little baby boys. Yeah, killed. where there's this fear of the this them mirror, rising it? up, so they try to kill all the kids. Yeah. Uh, it's the baby boys. Notice that, the baby boys. But God always has someone. The midwives here said they feared God, and they started saving these babies mm-hmm. that were born. And they told the king, well, they just have them so fast, we just can't get there, and they yeah. hide them. I thought it was interesting, too. It says they were blessed because of that. Yes. Because they saved these kids. It it, it had to point out that these midwives were blessed yes. for saving these children. Whenever you do right, God takes recognition of it. Yeah, and so we get to to the story of Moses, which is interesting, which is a little hard for me to fully understand this story. Uh, he gets put in a basket and, and <laughs> put, in put down aisle. the river. It's pretty wild. Um, He's crying like a little baby would do. Pharaoh's daughter is touched. Yeah, she finds him and takes She knows he's Hebrew. Takes it's not him like in. she doesn't know. Yeah, she asks for them to help. Yeah. Oh, here's his sister Miriam. Do you need someone to nurse him? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I just happened to have somebody. You th- Pharaoh's daughter wasn't stupid. She knew that right. was his mother. <laughs> right. But she kept him. So I think what's and interesting... So he was raised in the palace. Yeah, that's interesting too because Joseph was kind of the same. Yes. He had this uh, uh, religious upbringing with his family, but then he was also very educated in yes. in this other culture and system yes. and he understood it very well I'm glad and I, you brought that out i never thought of that that's beautiful and i think moses did as well he knew the culture he knew yes he did the, their education system and and all that kind of stuff yeah. and of course when he's grown he sees the persecution he tries to help his people yeah and himself so he kills an egyptian <laughs> yeah and that didn't go over very well with pharaoh <laughs> yeah so he has to flee isn't it interesting Moses becomes a shepherd. I think that's so interesting to yeah. me. From being in a palace to becoming a shepherd. And he marries and then has son, two sons. Yeah. But during this time, what's happening? The children of Israel are crying out to God and God hears them. Yeah. And he's already prepared somebody who's a shepherd. <laughs> right. I think that's so cool. And so... During this time, while he's, they call it the desert, right? Uh-huh. He's in a desert. Midian, am I saying that right? Uh-huh. Midian. And uh, he gets married. He's living out there. And while he's a shepherd, he encounters one of the most famous scenes ever is the burning bush. The burning bush. And uh, this is where God shows up in a burning bush and tells him to go back to Egypt to free the Israelites. And he's supposed to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And he says, but I stutter. I stutter. stutter. He stutters. (laughs) And I love what God says to him. I am that I am. I'm sending you back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Again, the humanity here. This this otherworldly experience of, uh, you know, God showing up. And he's making excuses not to go. I think if we all realize our frailty, 
and our dependence is on God, that's when God can really use us. Yeah. And I think that's what that shows. And I think, too, it's it's interesting that uh, the other podcast we were talking about how the Pharisees wanted a sign. And, and I think sometimes the sign or the wonder if if you haven't seen something you're you over uh put more importance on it what that will do to you mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he's seeing the sign in front of him yeah. and still Burning what <laughs> but still what's in his heart is coming out he's My still fear. he's afraid and all <laughs> yeah. this stuff yeah. so um but he accepts finally yes. and decides God, to go in chapter back. 4 he gives him uh, he gives Moses power. He shows him the two miracles, the rod that turns into a serpent, the hand that becomes leprous and then is cleansed. And then he sends Aaron, his brother, family, notice this, Aaron, his brother, to go with him. And yeah. Aaron was a priest. And it's just like Jesus sent him out two by two. God sent him out two by two. Hmm. So I, I thought that was interesting. And so they they go back and they talk to Pharaoh and they tell him what God has told him to do and Pharaoh's not having it. Yeah, I, I think this is very interesting. In chapter 6 it said God hardens Pharaoh's heart and it sounds like, well, God made him hard so he would not let the people go. That doesn't mean that at all. Hmm. If you look up the word harden, it means he put the squeeze on Pharaoh's heart. The squeeze. And what was in Pharaoh's heart came out. Yeah. And so what came out of him, he was talking, oh, I'll let them go for a few days. But then when the squeeze, I'm not letting them go at all. Yeah. The truth came What was out. really there. What was really there. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, they... They initially have this encounter with Pharaoh, and then things actually get worse yeah. for the people of Israel. And, and Israel's it, murmuring again. <laughs> and, it, and it kind of freaks Moses out, yeah. you know, that, hey, we're trying to do what you said, and now things are even worse. What'd you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever you... found that out when you're saying, Lord, help me, and then things get worse? You go, what? Why? Yeah. Your mess is going to become a message, right? <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, then we go into this wild, well, there's all kinds of stuff here. The, the staffs turn into snakes and somehow with, what do they call it? Secret arts. Pharaoh's guys have some kind of dark arts too, and they can do snakes as well and wild stuff there. And then we get to the plagues, the famous 10 plagues, right? Ten plagues. Ten plagues. Right. So each time Moses is coming back saying, let him go. Squeeze. And and he he either says no outright or says okay and doesn't really come through on it. And so I think this is the order. Do you have, I got it here. The water turns into blood. Then we got frogs. Frogs. Gnats. Lice. Oh, you, you have it, lice? Lice. Okay. And flies. Flies. Oh, nasty flies. Then their livestock dies. Mm-hmm. Then they get boils. And if you've ever had a boil, there's nothing worse. Yeah. Hail with fire mixed with fire hitting the earth. Locusts, which are nasty. And then three days of total darkness. Mm. And then the final plague. Yeah. When, and I think, I think like we were talking about earlier how Hebrews is talking about how important the lessons are in this story. 
I, I think it's the people of Israel, but it's also Pharaoh. Uh, the lesson to learn there about about your heart and and this guy had ten warnings. Yeah, but do you know none just, of this came on the children of Israel? Right. God protected them, and I think we need to emphasize that. Right, right. I'm d- I'm just talking about him. I'm talking yes, but I wanted to bring that out in case I forgot. Right. But you would think with the first one. Yeah. But, I mean, it comes all the way down to the firstborn dying. Yeah, And I think a lot of times people, whether they know it or not, have, have opportunities to turn around. To, 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 uh, oh, absolutely. The road signs have been there, and we're just yeah. blowing right by them. Or, you know, You're right. It wasn't that bad. It was just flies. Yeah. You know? yeah we're over it now. It's just they won't last lice long. or boils. <laughs> And you keep going, and it's, it's, it's... I think uh, when the firstborn died, I think that the, his people around him said, that's it, don't you dare, you yeah. let him go. I think the pressure was on him, even from his own people. I, yeah, I think it says it there. They, yeah. they start pressuring him as well. And to, I think that's why they were willing to give all this money and supplies to the Israelis when they were getting ready to leave is because they said, we want you out. Yeah, <laughs> Here, please. take this with you so you can go far. Well, that's what it says. They, they left with the riches. They did. They did. Um, so their oppressors have now uh, bankrolled, bankrolled, them. bankrolled their uh, <laughs> journey. The finances of the wicked are laid up for the just. Literally in this situation. Well, in chapter 4, 12, we learned that the reason the death angel passed over them was the Passover. Yeah. Uh, the sacrificing of the lamb, the blood on the doorpost, yeah. eating the lamb. But it was really, they did that by faith. So it was really faith. Yeah, that that, that part, especially the Passover, which is a, a tradition. Uh, and God told them to continue that, to remember yeah, they, his deliverance. They were uh, assigned to remember that. And they still do today. Yeah, to, still to, and I think any time we're delivered or come through something with God, we need to mark that mm. and go back and remember that because the enemy will say, God's never done anything for you. And if you don't mark it in some way, you'll say, no, he hasn't really. Mm. And really he has. Yeah. And that's what God was saying. Don't you ever forget what I did yeah. for you. And so. it's And it's interesting. This goes all the way to Christ as well. Absolutely. Celebrating the Passover. Absolutely. And as right a, before the crucifixion. As a foreshadowing of the lamb. Of the lamb being and the blood and all that. Look how There's, much he said I didn't come, I came to fulfill the law and you can see it, can't you? Yeah. Jesus yeah. came to fulfill it. You see it in everything. It's amazing. Well, chapter 13, God leads them uh, by day a pillar of cloud to protect them from the sun. And by night, a pillar of fire to give them warmth. And it, we've been in the Middle East, and in the day, it's very hot. And at night, it gets really cold. Mm-hmm. So it's beautiful how they had their own air conditioning and heating system from yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how much he loved them. Right. And there were at least a million people, probably more than that. Wow. Can you imagine feeding that many people for 40 years? <laughs> no. It's, it's it's hard to uh i think we all have different mental pictures or what we've seen in a movie or something like that but i think the reality was pretty wild yeah the actual situation on the ground oh my there goodness, was yes. incredible well here they're they've left in chapter 14 now they're at the the red sea and here pharaoh changes his mind sends his army after them so they're between the army and the red sea and they're, of course, petrified. 
And Moses says, fear not. Yeah. And see the salvation of the Lord. Yeah. And I like, I kind of say, God said to him, Moses, what's in your hand? Mm -hmm. A rod. Yeah. Stretch it out. Yep. He had already <laughs> given it to him. He had already given it to yeah. him. And showed him how miraculous it was. It turned into a serpent and all that. Yeah. Remember that? So, so another step of faith here, you see, yeah. necessary for that deliverance. And Moses said it before he stretched out the rod. Fear not. Mm. Watch the salvation of the Lord. Watch yeah. it. Watch what he's going. Yeah. And God used natural wind and made it supernatural. Can you imagine how much wind it took to part the Red Sea? <laughs> yeah. Wild. Wild. <laughs> and to make the ground dry? Mm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Amazing. And I love the, they have a song of victory on oh, the other yeah. side. It's a well, beautiful let's mention, though, there. when the armies came in, then the water came back. Right. God cut off the wind. <laughs> yeah. They, uh... Yeah, now they're singing songs of victory. If Pharaoh, Pharaoh wouldn't let go all the way to his death. He didn't. He followed it all the I way know. to the That's end something. there. Couldn't wow. let it go. Um, it's a, the it's horse a, and the rider thrown into the sea, the songs of victory. Miriam led that dance with the tambourine. Yeah. And then they no sooner get out of victory and they start murmuring again. Right. <laughs> God's brought us out here to kill us. Yeah. Again, I think, I, I really think, there's a lesson here about the signs that um, where sometimes I f you, you can feel like, God, just show us something or do something. Because I think he learned, well, I don't know if God learned a lesson or we learned a lesson. He, there were incredible signs in this situation. <laughs> and people were people I, still. Pe people are people. What came out of their hearts was not no. any different <laughs> necessarily. We just came through the Red Sea. Now we're hungry. Yeah. What are you going to do, God? It's supernatural. <laughs> uh, and so, so we get into manna. Manna. Angel the, food. Angel food. He fed them with the food that angels eat. I don't know why. In my head, I always think of it as um, <laughs> astronaut food. Oh, you know? Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm sure I'm off here, but uh, I don't know. I, I had that at the Air Force Museum, and it was just like <laughs> this kind of weird wafer? wafer kind of thing didn't taste sweet? that good no it was it was all right well and the bible describes it as sweet has mm -hmm. like a sweet flavor like a corn flavor yeah but uh, obviously they eventually got tired yeah. <laughs> whatever it was oh, yeah. they said now we need some meat <laughs> okay we'll give you quail yeah can you imagine how much quail had to come to feed a million people yeah every day yeah. or however often they needed it crazy but then they get on in chapter 17. They've been fed by heavenly food and quail, and now they're saying the water's bitter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not good. So they strike the rock, and the water comes from the rock. Yeah. And now they're having to have their first battle. Yeah. Now they're going to have to fight. They're starting to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, this part the direction they had to go through the wilderness, because I think if you look at it, the actual trip, to the promised land wasn't oh, a few days yeah but if you if you look there right at the beginning it says god had to take them this way because they weren't ready to fight that's it you just said it they were they were not they were gonna to if they went the other way they were gonna have to fight the philistines right. and they, they were weren't they weren't ready 
He protected them, really. Yeah, so this other journey, it seems weird, but they, it was actually helping them. But it didn't have to be 40 years. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> that shows you what murmuring will do yeah. and unforgiveness will do. It'll keep the journey longer and harder in your life. Yeah. So, uh, But the battle, I love this. When Aaron and Hur lifted up Moses' arms, they would win. Yeah. When his, he was the leader, when their arms came down, then they started losing. Right. So they held him up, buddy, until he won. Yeah, it's so amazing. It tells you to lift up the arms of our leaders. Yeah. We'll win the battles. That's that's fantastic. I think that's a good good place to stop here. I do too. And do. Um, just that portion there, that beginning of Exodus. I mean, it's just extraordinarily rich. It is a uh, portion of scriptures that we can always Powerful. always come back to. And uh, so we'll wrap up there, and we'll uh, come back next week and uh, continue with our Bible reading reflections. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, Keep tuning in and checking it out. Peace. Peace.